Oh, welcome to EMS Underground, uh, brought to you by Georgia Institute of EMS. I am Charles McFall, and up here in the little corner, let's make it even now, up here in the middle <laughs> slice of pie is Douglas Spencer, and, uh, you know, because he sponsors the show, and I can't say no, Tom Campaign. That's me! <laughs> Actually, Tom, you brought the topic today, and I thought, dude, you've got to be on to talk about this. We had, This is a discussion oh, we yeah. have. Um, but before we get into all that, we need to tell everybody that uh, the next two weeks, there will probably be no podcast, no live recording. Uh, we might squeeze a little fun thing out, but Tom and I both are going up back up to Marietta for two weeks to, to do some training. We're teaching some firefighters. There's a great group of firefighters up there. Uh, they've got a great group of people at the base in Marietta. Uh, so we're going up to teach some firefighters some continuing education, and that, that just takes yep. precedence, unfortunately. So Yes. Well, we got to get them taken care of, you know. So, yep, the, the, they're pretty elite group up there. So, by yeah, yeah, by elite, they're very specialized in what they do. Their their fire yes, skills they are. are <laughs> you know, Douglas. I, actually, I used you as a reference. I talked to you about how you uh, learn how to to build airplanes and this and that and the other, but then you you couldn't go do it because you failed or something. I don't remember what happened. Uh, but but I, I referenced it like you build them. They, I they thought that was you, else. Charles. No, I just let my stuff go. I succeeded oh, everything. Okay. I was like, man, I'm too you. much of a diva. I don't need it anymore. Uh, I got you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they if the if planes crash, they have to put out the fires and all that jazz. It's really pretty impressive. And Jason's mad because we're not at the the base where we were last time, and we're at a whole different building and a big. Uh, area that we can teach in better but he's mad because the fire trucks aren't there so he can't drive the fire truck on the tarmac like he did last time <laughs> so, there's that uh but the topic today there's a uh, uh, firefighter chronicles is a guy you should follow in my opinion oh he, yes yeah you you know him or not know yes. him but you know of his work yeah he is yes. awesome he's he's pretty amazing and he uh uh he, he does some really great commentary on the fire and EMS world. He's very funny. We've, we've posted his TikToks and videos up on our page from time to time uh, saying, hey, Lincoln, thank you for coming out today, Nathan Lincoln. Uh, but everybody should check him out. He's funny. And he actually came across some article that was entitled uh, EMTs Don't Deserve Anything, I think is what it was called. And there's three points in there that he pulls out of the article. I was like, all right, cool. Oh, yeah. He didn't reference where the article was, so I couldn't go read it. But like, these are great debatable points that we can talk about. We need about. to find yeah. that article because that joker got – I mean, it's got he me fired up. So, yeah, I'm yeah. hot. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm ready to let loose. So we, we went from five points to four points. Now we're down to I didn't say four. Points. I said five and then three. But, you know, we'll make up the difference, <laughs> sir. Well – I mean, point number one: when you're a firefighter, obviously you're an asshole. So there's that <laughs> representing the fire assholes of the world. Uh, <laughs> um, Nathan said he saw that video. Yeah. So um, I mean, he's very we, entertaining. The Firefighter Chronicles guy is super entertaining. Um, I imagine he actually tones down his anger. Uh, well, you know what? I can find. I can actually. I'll find it and I'll play it at the end of this, so everybody can see it. So, be at the end of our video, the audio will be on the podcast version. And there's the thing: sometimes the podcasts don't show up, mostly because we don't do them. Yeah, you know, the last big yeah. gap. I, there was a gap between August 26 and September 26, uh, and that was basically because we were doing training. 
extra training. Well, did you did you write down the points? Because you know I don't. I did. Most oh, of them. I did. You yeah. one better. I got did it. You? We're gonna pop it on the screen. All right. So everybody yeah. will see the point as we discuss it. But the question of the day is: Do EMTs deserve nothing or anything or everything? Right. So it, uh, I think the word deserve is going to be debated. I think you deserve what you get. Right off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you do deserve something. I mean, come on. Do you? But we'll get into it. Let's get into the first. Yeah, for, let's first get topic. into it. Let's get so. into it. I'm, re I'm ready to go. Uh, <laughs> all right. <sighs> point number one. Yeah, one. Point one. <laughs> The CMTs, we don't deserve anything. And quote, we opted in knowing what we were getting. We opted in knowing what we were getting into. You know I told you. Now, Tom, you've been doing this since they paid paid EMTs a dollar an hour. So, yeah, things have changed a lot. Uh, yeah, okay. But it money. Was, it was five twenty-five an hour. I'm not quite like. No, I no, actually no, Charles no, Phillips. I'm no. not Charles Phillips. I started at five twenty five an hour. I guarantee you, you got paid it was, less. It was five twenty five <laughs> an hour for a long time. I started back in. Well, you got to realize I was in the army when I started. So I, you know, I don't know what I was getting paid an hour back then. <laughs> that is I mean, true. So I started in the civilian world, like in late ninety five, early ninety six in the civilian world. And at that time, it, the minimum wage was $5 an hour. And I think I made five twenty-five an hour is what I, I made. Gotcha. So, but, uh, um, I, and I got a pay raise when they raised it. Remember they raised it to five twenty-five, and then I got paid five fifty an hour. Okay. Uh, I got a, I got a pay raise when I went to national from where it started. And then when I got, I got a little bit of cost of living, then I got a medic raise. Now here's my medic raise. I went from, like almost seven, somewhere in the seven range. I got basically a dollar. Right. So whatever that dollar was, it bumped me up to eight, just over eight dollars an hour as a paramedic. I was like, woohoo! And that was in two thousand, everybody, or two thousand one. Just I passed uh, two thousand uh, February two thousand one. I think I passed my test and and got it. And it's like, holy cow, man! So the question right. is, do you deserve better pay as EMTs? And that's well, let's call it medics, uh, all of us. Everybody's met. Let me ask you this: At what point? I mean, did did when you went to school? Did your instructor say go up there and say, "Hey, everybody, welcome to EMT school"? Let me get something straight to begin with. Your pay's gonna effing suck. I, Why I, are you here? Have you met Glenn uh, Henry? Yeah. He was my EMT instructor, and that's ex almost exactly what he said. Well, well, then you get what you deserve, dang it. You get it. You that's what get you get. You knew what you were getting into. You don't get into this for the money. Yeah, I was. I, I remember hearing like, oh, you know, this isn't all about the money. But hell, do doctors not feel that way the same way? Because hell, when they become doctors, they got like, you know, three hundred thousand dollars worth of student loans and they ain't getting i mean they might make a hundred two hundred thousand dollars a year but heck half that a year is going to student loans and interest for how many years so um do they not deserve anymore do we not deserve well, anymore see, really i'm gonna, I'm gonna we the word deserve does anybody deserve do you deserve good employees so my argument has always been if you want 
good employees, you have a high standard, but you pay a right. decent wage. Well, yeah, because the higher, you're a high the better you pay, the better you're going to get. Yeah. Now, I would agree with that, but then I hired you. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> uh, Douglas, wait in here, man. Uh, <laughs> You, you've done the EMT thing. You've done the firefighter thing. You've done the super chief thing. You've done all kinds of things. Uh, do you do EMT? Do we deserve, because of what we do, do we deserve better pay than, say, going to Walmart? Or uh, who is, who, somebody was just posting, Amazon, somebody was just posting uh, $15 an hour base pay can work for us. Well, That's I know EMT can make up. 10 Best Buy is now doing fifteen bucks an hour. Was, okay. So so is um, Target, and so is Staples, our Office Depot. There, there's a whole list of people, and Walmart's up in their rates as well. Amazon is doing the Amazon's another one that's doing the minimum of fifteen an hour. Um, so that's a huge competition, Douglas. When when I'm making, I'm not making this. When I'm making twelve, thirteen dollars an hour as an EMT. I can go to Amazon or Walmart or somebody at Best Buy. I would love Best Buy. Discounts galore, and you get to play Heck toys yeah. all the time? Heck yeah. What do we, we got deserve, somebody baby? that works at Best Buy, and he got uh, – I wish I had that discount. <laughs> what, what do you think, Douglas? I think you're comparing apples and oranges. Uh, all those companies that you mentioned are private companies, and so they work on supply and demand. If you're willing to pay prices for whatever it is that they're selling, then they can they can afford to pay whatever they want to pay to employees. If you flip it over to look at public safety in general, it, it's – tax based and so you're looking at municipalities or, or small government entities that are, are losing money on it. I know a lot of municipalities that make money off their EMS agencies to that fund was, everything else. You're gonna you're gonna straight face it there tell and they me. got a three and they got three what two trucks on the road and yeah. they and they're making money. You're gonna tell me that EMS, because I don't know how fire Mike could bill or being reimbursed or anything like that, but EMS in Oakland County, you're telling me that the budget they have for their service, which I know you know what it is, because you're in all of the <laughs> you got your fingers in all those pies, is more or even to than what they bill and bring in from insurance, like actually bring in from insurance. So uh Oglethorpe County EMS operates at a deficit. They do not bill as much okay. as they spend. That is that is unusual. Now, now, that, now that's the term. They don't bill as much as they spend, but not everywhere has the same payer base. I understand, sure. and just like you were saying, there is supply and demand. There's the market value. But I'm sorry, in Atlanta and even in Newton County and area and and Jasper part County. of Athens County, they are um, they've got a pretty good payer mix. Well, yeah, okay, I mean, so I, I, I was not expecting you to say they operated at a loss. I wasn't. So when I was in Jasper County, we had a million-dollar budget. Uh, and, and he's right. There are services that operate at a loss. Yeah. There's some places that can only afford volunteers. And if that's the agency that you're working for and that's what you get, that's what you get. But, uh, and I mean. That is fine because you did opt in. You, I mean, you, you, sir, do not need to work on the truck. None of the three of us need yeah, to work right. on a truck. He basically, I mean, for the pay they're giving him, he essentially volunteers his time to take a shift on holidays and stuff on the truck. Uh, but I, in Jasper County, 
when I was there, this is years and years and years ago, we had like a million dollar budget. Is all they would give us, and we struggled on that because we couldn't get new vehicles and this and that and the other, and we needed them. But we built and brought in $4 million. So even in Jasper yeah. County, at the time, like almost 15,000 people lived in the county. But they got a very good payer mix. Yeah, I guess so. You know, because I, I, because I, that's what I was saying. It's like mm, Jasper County with a very low call volume and, and a small census base. Your 15,000 is not a, a lot, lot of people pe- for a big county. But a lot of people on it. Yeah. But a lot of people have insurance there. There you go. So, you know, there's that. Uh, Newton was hospital based, Tom. Yeah. They made money off of EMS, right? Or no? Well, they said well, they don't. For a long time. No, 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 no. For a long time, whenever we were there and like whenever I was your captain and stuff, we were the second most profitable division in the entire hospital behind radiology for a while. But they and they get they did get a stipend from the government uh well, for that, 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 but, all, that all without that I mean I don't know how they're doing now cuz they yeah, don't get that no stipend idea. but it's like okay so yes you're right it is apples oranges you know Amazon has more money okay to pay their employees they do Best Buy has more money to pay their employees but just like you said Charles if you don't find a way to increase that cost of living or combat that cost of living or give a good wage, what kind of employees are you going to continue to get? Look at what's going on with the, you know, with the public safety stuff now with law enforcement and stuff going on. Look, they're underpaid too. Yeah. You know, you get what you get, you get what you pay for. And if you want high quality, you're going to have to pay for it and stuff. And that's where I want to get into, like whenever we get to about the degree. Yeah. That's the next, that's the next one that pops up, you know, because yeah. All right. So we're looking at that payer mix. We're looking at how much, you know, we can pay or whatever, but then well, so okay. you want more from us without giving us more in return. Counterpoint. Now, I'm going to steal part of your point that you've made in the past, Tom, and I'm going to add it to what I'm trying to say. So, Tom's point in the past has been, and I don't remember what city it was, but they'll pay a hundred thousand dollar retainer to a lawyer just in case. Yes. But or, and to you know they pay all this money to the higher end, Cody Fingers, uh, people who run the cities and the counties. Yeah, you right. know the CFOs, CEOs, and all this. And granted, they have to have education. They have to make sure things are done right. But if 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 now here's my point to work part time. I'm trying to put yeah to work part time. If at all, I mean retainers not necessarily even working part time. Uh, right. But if I'm trying to put food on my table, do I care about payer base? Do I care about apples to oranges? No, I go. And when I left EMS, I was making 10 something, 10, 25 an hour as a param- a seasoned paramedic when I left EMS at full time to go to an office that worked me a whole lot less hours, had no stress whatsoever and made $18 an hour because I had to put food on my table. So when I'm comparing out, when I'm comparing it, it's wages to wages, not apples to oranges. It's I can go to Best Buy and be a geek squad guy or something else and you know, work not, not do what I was trained to do, but have fun and work 40 hours a week and make air more money. Probably have better benefits. Oh, you mentioned air conditioning. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not getting out in the heat, cold, wet. Sleep you know, every night. Exactly. You know your, no, what your schedule is. Now, you may you may get cussed out every now and then at an irate customer, but for the most part, 
Not really. I mean, depending on where you were, you're there helping people. That's you know? when you pull out the photos you're not supposed to have from a single. Did you die? <laughs> no, they did though. But did you die? No, it's a computer. Shut up. Get out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so that's see that's that's the mindset. See Douglas, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that point up because that's the the mentality we have to break with the people holding the money is like, oh, I, just because you're in Old Third County, I, let's let's default say they're trying to do the best they can. You've got to figure out a different mentality. Go okay. If we want, now I'm going to reference Jasper County because that was my rural, major rural area that I worked in. If we want medics who actually want to work and not just want to come here to either retire or just have an easy second job that they don't want to do anything and don't care about the people, we have to go for, we got to get it up from $10 an hour from a paramedic. Now they may make more now. Uh, I know as an advance, I had to go work it. I have an advance. I picked up a side gig on a non-emergency truck. 15 bucks an hour easy peasy that was kind of standard on non-emergency 911 might not pay me that but also don't want to go work 911 so you can hold your money over there um but but that that's the thing is i was making 10 and people will complain now even and it's like okay but on average i did i haven't looked it up recently but i looked it up when i first started at school about five years ago uh i looked up average georgia wages for emt advanced and paramedic and it went from 11 to 12 dollars an hour for EMT basic 12 to $14 an hour for a EMT and uh, medic was um, 16 to $18 an hour median. So that means they took Atlanta into consideration and the most rural of cities in Georgia into consideration. And it also meant out of school with no experience. So that was your ranges for that. And, um, and that's why I tell students when they start calling and asking and at a time, even you know, especially with the con before COVID, right? Especially with the economy uh, uh, hitting as it was, is you could do the gig economy where you can go do Lyft and Uber and those kind of things and maybe hustle more. But if you went to Walmart or McDonald's, and I'm sorry, why are we comparing the lowest common denominator job that seriously anybody can get to EMTs? But that's because the wages were similar. That's why, and it pisses me off, you know, that... W that Nothing against McDonald's, but I, I've seen who applies there. I've seen their hiring practices, and really, they don't have much standards because they go, we'll fire you today because we have fifth, literally have 15 people out in the lobby here for, for application day for one position, you know, and we'll pay this much, and, and we have to break that. Right, Tom? Yes. Uh, you asked, now this will lead us in the topic too. You asked, does anybody support the movement requiring degrees for paramedics? And Brent DeMarc popped in and said, having a degree makes it a profession, making it possible to earn more systemic wide. I agree. I hate that mindset though. That's a BS mindset. I, degree, I disagree. You dis No, I agree I that that's, I, that's the mindset now. I agree I, I don't, that's what I we don't, do. I don't think a degree makes it a profession. I think the body of science i think that the standards that we have and the way that we act is what makes it a profession i don't think have a degree or a piece of paper is what makes it a profession per se there are many professions out there that don't require degrees like how many does the fire department require a degree a degree some of them do, but not very many. Not very many. Well, there's some places that EMS requires degrees. Not very many. And those are backtracked. Um, 
how many law enforcement agencies do we know of that require a degree? Not a lot. Most of them go to an academy for six to eight weeks, right. and they're out there, and they're out there at 21 years old. That's one of the reasons why I think there's issues out there. Yeah, and that, I want to get to that. Not right now. I do want to get to that before we leave this topic. About you know, so um, you've got that. Um, you know, uh, barbers and hairdressers, they're a profession. It's true. They don't have degrees. You know, um, I mean, there, degrees, there's a honestly, lot of things out there. They're at coal miners. That's a profession. They're not, they don't have degrees. Know. You know, so I don't think, I, I think it's people are, are gaslighting us to make us feel okay. like, oh, you got to have this yeah. degree. Let's talk about degrees. Where did they come from? Because they have not been around forever. They have not nearly been around as long as doctors have been around. It used to be apprenticeships. It used to be journeymen. You would go and yeah. prove your worth to somebody that showed value, a doctor that showed they knew what they were doing, and then they would agree to take you under their wing and show you things. And, and I don't mind... I don't mind if you're going to be a doctor, there's a standard. The degree says you met that standard, right? Or you pass the the bar, right? I don't think it's called the bar for doctors, right. but it's the bar for lawyers. And there's a similar one, uh, MCAT or something. I don't know. There's something for doctors that you yeah. have to pass to prove. They, they have a lot. Yeah. So the doctors have a lot of them. They have like five that they actually, five or six they have to go through. So, so. Uh, but, but Brent, but you asked Brent, do you think, Employers will pay more if you get a degree. Now, I'm going to point it right at you, Brent, as you've t answered this in the chat. I'm going to point this at you so you can answer again. Do you think where you work right now, Brent, if you went and got a degree, they would give a crap and give you more money? But to answer Tom's question, they asked, do you think employers will pay more? Brent says, yes. The idea is to make a profession, making it easier to earn more, such as nurses, making it easier to earn money. I I, I just don't think the world's going to work that way. Because let's go back to the payer base of Oglethorpe County. They don't have hospitals. They don't have nurses and doctors in that county. No. They don't the 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 the, emer the medical system in that county. Dude, you gotta learn airplane mode or do not disturb. Little crescent moon on your phone, Douglas. <laughs> do not disturb. So people quit calling you and blacking out your camera. Um, don't not airplane mode. It'll kill you. But that that crescent moon is your friend. Um, but I disagree, Brent. I don't think most payer bases will no. care about a degree. I don't. I don't either. And that's the problem is, you know what? I have more degrees than most people, you know, Charles, probably. But, and I support higher education, but requiring it, not until you put a system in place, not until the system is in place, ensuring that people are going to get paid these higher wages. What people are trying to do is they're trying to build the the lake before they do the dam. And you can't do that. I mean, you really can't do that, you know? Right. Uh, and so you can't stop the flood with the dam, you know, it, it's not going to happen. And we're, so we're talking uh, about a real one, a real uh, story there. Uh, but Brent says, no, but I could ask this pointedly, but if I want to be in management at my place, I must have a degree. You got that. Yeah, but way. where does he work at? The fire department? Um, I don't. I've seen him on Newton. Piedmont Newton's but I don't remember. Because I know Piedmont Newton doesn't require a degree. But are you working at the fire department now? Um, 
So Dan says we need legislation that makes EMS an essential service. That's a whole different topic. Mm. That, that is. Yeah. That's a whole different well, we topic. Can, we can and use that. But I don't know if that'll help because law enforcement and fire are essential services and they're not getting paid much better. Um, and Nathan said, and now Brent's probably answering exactly where he was, Nathan. Because I pointedly asked, okay, we got your sticker, Douglas. You can <laughs> I get you, man. Uh, but I asked, I asked Brent specifically where he worked. So he is hospital-based, Brent says. Uh, Nathan, where he works is not necessarily, I don't have a degree in I'm in management. I do know fire police and in a lot of cases ems to be higher up management they do want a degree which i think is bs yeah. a lot of times jasper county when they put out for a director they wanted any degree now mine's right. an associates in in business management but i think at least the pope at the time had a different degree i don't know what it was so make it up she had like an associates in art they didn't care as long as you had a degree I agree. And that's, I, I know you might argue with me here, Tom. I think that's BS. And I think the mentality is supposed to be, well, it showed you what through these steps. Hey, the steps where I showed up, I did my job. I made a re reputation for myself in this company. And when you open up the directorship, here's my resume. I made the effort to apply. Take me right. on my merits. Well, Brent says if he chooses the director, it's a master's degree. Well, you know what? Screw Maybe that. so. But that's one position in that that company you know frontline supervisors and the medics on the street do you need a degree to do that job i so, don't think so and that so that's the real the real example i was going to bring up you and i tom at the end of last year 2020 or 2019 rather um we went to the updates on what lms was going to be and this and there's an eight-hour update and david newton stood it was at the uh, october the one that's about to come up it's october EMS conference in Savannah and David Newton was doing the presentation on all this other stuff that was LMS and stuff that was coming for the state and this and that and the other. And he said in five years, the wording at the time was we want to want, well, he didn't say want, we will require paramedics to have a degree. And immediately my hand went yeah. up. And that was right. the first question. Like, he did. He started. He learned my face after that and one. By the next, <laughs> and by the next set of meetings and stuff, they, they changed it. They were like, you, yeah. you heard Beep, beep, yeah, beep, because I, had, beep, I, I, my beep. point was, <laughs> my point was, um, we just because earlier in that morning, all right, we had talked about there was a shortage of medics and people were having problems hiring and everybody's working shorthanded. And so when I said, like, wait, 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 you're gonna require a degree, which most people aren't gonna want to go get, and with a shortage already with everybody in this room saying they're having a hard time and there's people nodding with me and he he, he well this well that but then like you said the next one we went to a follow-up one well it wasn't a follow-up it was the same one we went to a secondary one to see what changed and they changed the wording on that we want to encourage and make opportunities for medics because we believe that higher education or more education makes for a better medic. And Douglas, I know Tom's stance, I'm going to let him talk about it. Well, do you believe, Douglas, that more education inherently makes you a better person or medic or somebody able to do your job, supervisor even? No, I think that uh, if, if you take someone straight out of college, there's a period of time where they need to develop. Some people use college to do that. Some people do what you referred to as an apprenticeship. I don't think that you can take someone, uh, some people go into the armed services. So, I mean, I don't think college in and of itself is the way to develop character. It's a way. Uh, 
I had a disagreement with a, a guy from the state fire marshal's office. He was in a, a, a firefighter standards and training council meeting, and we were debating whether or not volunteers had to have uh, GEDs, high school diplomas, uh, whether or not you had to have a degree for uh, to be an officer. And he said that someone who can't get a high school degree and doesn't have the aptitude to go to college doesn't have the aptitude to be a chief. <laughs> have you met my friend Charles? <laughs> Although I do have my high school and whatever, but yeah. Anyway, doesn't have the aptitude. See, that's that broken mindset. That's the mindset. It's like we got to get rid of that. that. That's that Ivy League mindset. Oh, I have a degree, so I'm better than you. A degree doesn't make you better. But I will say this: that a degree can help you a lot now it's a combination of things it's degree coupled with experience and guidance from those above them in the early years that helps because i got charles right here charles will be my witness when i was a captain at newton there was days i was an asshole can I say that on there? <laughs> there was a lot of days you're an asshole. You've because got ripped that seal off. Let me tell you I about Tom. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I come in, I'm like, get up off your asses and get out there and get that truck checked off. I don't care what you do. Get off now. You know, I, I was a drill sergeant. I was. Uh, my only experience I had in leadership was what I learned in the Army, and that's what I brought with me. Now, I ran a tight ship. And I took care of them just like a sergeant takes care of his soldiers. Charles will tell you that. I made sure they ate. I made sure that they had everything they needed. And I even defended them to higher management to the point where sometimes I was getting in trouble. Am I right, Charles? But I was, but I had high standards, didn't I? Everybody. Yes, yes, you did. I'm blanking because I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where Charles probably tell you, he remembers walking in at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm sitting there and say, here's your marker. Work this drug calculation before you go to bed. See, I didn't have that one. I I, I I did not get that one. I got, no, I got that. Oh, my God, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. I came in from a call. I laid down on my bed and I got sprayed in the face with water. And you and James were, hell yeah. <laughs> over in the corner. We had fun too, right? <laughs> but yeah. We, yeah. Also, we worked hard, played hard, and stuff like that. But then I started taking college class. I started going towards my college degree. And I got a master's degree in leadership management. I'm totally different now, ain't I, Charles? Yeah, no, absolutely. You, you definitely take a different I mean, uh, I take a different stance approach at it. Things are a lot different. And I look at things. Okay. Definitely. So, yes, mm. you know, a degree to be in management, I think that is a very appropriate. But guess what? get when you get into management a pay raise yeah you yeah. get more pay more responsibility right more perks you know as well i have always looked at well always not being the exact quiet term but i still kind of hold that idea that being a paramedic is a dead-end job there's nowhere to go because look look at the service you're in right now as you're listening to what we're saying right is when you came in as an EMT, now there's two levels. I came in as an EMT, I so there was two levels and then management. You come in as an EMT, 
you you want to do something. Most people who come to our school talk about. I, I I'll ask them what got you into it. Well, I like helping people. A relative was in medicine. I've been around medicine for this reason, that reason. Uh, for the most people, most people who come and become an EMT. Are it's the only test he could pass. He couldn't pass any other test. <laughs> oh, don't ask. Don't bring up passing tests. <laughs> I could BS my way through a test. Probably better than both of you combined. I know Douglas can't pass tests. I know so he passed like, the registry. Look. But a lot of the students want to help people. They've been exposed to medicine. And so you come in going, I want to do good. Bright eyed. And I want to do good in the world. And then you get into it and you get a little disillusioned. But you're like, you know what? I see the world as it is now. I would like to do more. I'd like to not just deal with the outside of the body and drive, which it just happens that way. You drive a lot, right? As an EMT. I want to do more. And so you go to AEMT school and now you can do more. You can do the airways. You can do the, the, the invasive, some invasive procedures and you'll still drive some if it's really high end call or you're more prepared that the firefighter or somebody else can drive you in because you can really do more. Right. But you're still bright eyed. Most paramedics there. I think to me, there's two par paramedics in the world, two types. There's the still the I'm going to change the world. And at that point, you still have it and you still want to do that. Or there's me. It's like, I'm tired of having assholes tell me what to do when I know better. So I'm going to get my paramedics so I can tell people what to do when I know better, you know. Uh, but you, you want to have more freedom, more thought processes. Once you get the medic, where do you go? Okay, if you go to fire, there's a chain up the road, but it'll take you out of the medic role. If you go to a hospital-based service, there's a chain to, to Tom's position. Ca okay, yeah, I can get captain. Sure, but then do I want to run this service? No, I don't. Yeah. That's what I had to look at at every service, and that was the top of the chain was, do I want to run this service? And that's there's it, and that takes between. you off the truck. Yep. No, it's an in-between. Yeah. And so do I believe a degree will change that? No, it'll still take you off the truck and you're going to cap out at running the service or, right. or maybe, maybe you'll have some other opportunities that still take you away from, uh, even though I said I, I did, I got, I got my medic cause I was tired of, tired of being told what to do. I still wanted to, to be on the truck. I wanted to help people. I wanted to run the calls yep. and do my skills. Um, I mean, Douglas, look at you. Look at you're you're a you're a pencil pushing geek right there, man. You but know, he's, you're he's, he's a handsome man though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I should shave my head to match you guys to to have the the balding spots and all that. Uh, so let's go to some of the chat. Tom, you put in I'm willing to support requiring degrees after there's a clear path to ensure higher paying benefits. And even yeah. then, where's you can't go out and hang your own shingle like a doctor can. But you can go out and, I guess, run a, a start a service. But, I mean, that's a different mindset. So you can out a paramedic. Whereas nursing, you can get, you can, I don't know. It seems like nursing has more options. Oh, so the, maybe thing, the thing is, once you, um, once everybody starts getting the, the, see, this is one reason why it would help promote the profession is once you get more people who are higher educated, then maybe we can figure these things out so that they are those other opportunities. Yeah. You know, but I'm not willing to tell Brent. Anything because Brent, Brent's short and he's evil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not willing to tell Brent. I'm not willing to tell Brent, Brent, you got to go take on $50,000 worth of student loans so that you can come here and you can make $18 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not willing to. I mean, that's what I don't support. That's one reason why I don't support it um, and stuff. 
you know, uh, and Prince laughing at that. And his response uh, to the clear path is, uh, if not having a degree as a medic means I'm basically military. Now, Tom, you were literally military, but basically taking your scenario. Then getting a degree in emergency management means I understand everything from dispatch to terrorism makes me a better medic. Because that was your scenario that you said. You were kind of a hardcore military drill sergeant. You took classes. You understood better. You're a better manager. Now, now I'm going to argue not everybody does I'm a that. better manager. Not Now, let me understand. Let me set this clear. We're not talking about EMS management. We're talking about front paramedic, line, front line entry, entry level day right. one paramedic. That's what we're talking about. And the problem I have with wanting to require degrees, another problem is that whenever I go to that college and I sit down and I look at, okay, it's going to cost me 50 plus thousand dollars to become a paramedic. And I'm going to make $18 an hour, maybe 20 if I work in Atlanta. That'll come around but, 45 to 50,000 a year. To yeah. Or... I can be a nurse and I can make 35 to $45 an hour with the same amount of time training. Yeah. Same amount of time training. Yeah. Same, same a amount two of year time. investment of time. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Same amount of time. It's four, you know, two to four years because I can go to school as an associate nurse or I can go to school as a bachelor nurse and do the, you know, whichever one. And the difference in pay between an associate's degree nurse and a bachelor's degree nurse is none. It's the same. It's if you want to get into management, you got to have a bachelor's degree. So Brent, Brent okay. argues, okay, nursing requires education. Now, see, Brent, mm, this is where things get off because, yeah, they, they require some A&P. We get A&P in paramedic school. Now, my paramedic school was not recommended to anybody. I did it in six months. But the paramedic school nowadays is 18 to 24 months of time and i know you go through the same amp i know you're going through a AMP, lot of the AMP same one and two exactly I mean, the mass everything mass, so i'm not going to stand on i you know i won't put it up just to call about i i unless you can show me something different i'm not aware of nursing education and paramedic education nowadays are on par and honestly, even my six months medica um, uh, medication, yeah, but, I needed medication and, going through it that fast. Um, and Brent, and Brent's saying that he's, I mean, his topic here is I think the idea is to increase education. To increase okay, so he's saying nurses board. get more because it is education that he thinks medics will bump up. I'm sorry. I don't think I'm so. I'm sorry. He was, he was comparing it to nurses get education or it's recognized education. They get paid more. I mean, when I came, when I went from, the truck at Newton to the ER at Newton, right? And I talked to all the nurses. I was like, okay, what can you do? What makes you special? Wanting to know, you know, why are we different? Ultimately, we weren't. When we compared notes on education, well, actual education, we had we came out knowing basically the same thing. They had to memorize a few more drugs, but we came out essentially knowing the same thing. I at Newton was getting paid in the ER, and there's a weird schedule. It's thirty six hours uh, a week. I was getting eighteen dollars an hour. And nurses out of school. Now that was, that was qualified. That was years of service. Nurses out of school, not knowing anything, we could come into the ER and make twenty two at the time, twenty two to twenty three dollars an hour already. I'm like, but I'm allowed to do ACLS in the hospital because of my paramedic numbers. They're not, so they actually have to call somebody and stare at them. They can do CPR, BLS, but they can't. Even though they're trained to intubate and all the same ACLS protocols, 
they're not allowed to use it. It's weird. It's weird. I'm going to say this before you know, I get yelled down because I know you guys are probably going to disagree. We need to nuke the system. We need to nuke yeah, the system I'm and not, start I'm over from you. scratch of I'm how it's you. all viewed. Nuke it. I think it needs to be nuked as well. You've heard me say that. I think the bureaucracy is too big. It's too convoluted. There's too many rules, especially when you start talking about zoning and everything else. That's a different different topic for a different day. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but the thing is, education has changed. That's something I don't think people understand. And that's why I keep saying people are gaslighted because there was a day whenever you could um, become a paramedic in no time. Now it's very difficult to do that. There are some programs that are really fast paced, but it's still the hours are still there. Yeah, I had to do 60. I had to do 60 hours broken down in certain rotations. On, on, you know, before I could graduate primary school. Now it's 220 something hours. So it's, it's I love greatly. what Dan just said. All right. Dan says only experience, willingness to be humbled, and a desire to learn will make someone a better paramedic. Agree or not. I fully, I, I agree with that fully. Um, and, and I'm going to throw this to you, Douglas, because uh, you keep working on, on your other sites or whatever you're working on. So I'm going to get you back <laughs> in the conversation. Um, uh, um, how many people go from that that hero to zero program come out with a paramedic degree even you you said you said hero to zero i know what i said i i (laughs) said it appropriately because i think they're heroes in the beginning and And they they come out knowing nothing they've done no experience they went through emt now it'd be emt advanced and then paramedic and then they hit the streets but they have a degree degree that does not make it. Does that does that make him a better medic? Put them with a good EMT, please. You can't learn tactical skills in a classroom. Nope. That's you can fair. you can learn character. You can learn uh, foundational so, skills. Yeah, you, you can you can develop mentally in a classroom. You cannot develop tactical skills in a classroom. Mm. Okay, both of you guys have gotten major degrees. Tell me there was not somebody <laughs> in your class that maybe didn't graduate or graduate at the bottom of your class that did not develop mental skills getting a degree. They were out. Exactly. I know. Uh, but if they graduated, they got the same degree you have. Yep. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, we can't hang it on one thing. We cannot hang it on one thing. Right. And that's why I like the system needs to be fixed. Every requiring Brent to go out and get a $50,000 degree so he can make $18 an hour is only going to disenfranchise him to the point where he's going to get tired of doing that. And he's going to go find another job doing something else so he can pay his student loans. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, and Dan brought up a point earlier and it's, and I'm not going to scroll up and find it and put it on the screen, but he brought up the point about, of course, the essential services, which may or may not change things for us uh it, and it could if it made essential if you made an essential service then perhaps more avenues like with fire we've got the insurance and and counties are like well if this is essential you got to help us that means they, they came the counties the have to pay for it that means their yeah. counties are required like right now newton county the county's not paying for the ems service at all and there's a lot of counties that don't pay for it like they just say Private organization. Uh, they private service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here you can run it. Whatever you make, you make. But we're South not paying Fulton. you anything. Yep, South oh. Fulton has no stipend, no anything. You just got to figure it out. Um, but I think possibly in a theoretical, perfect world, if you made it essential like fire, then maybe new avenues would appear 
that we would not even consider nowadays that the government won't consider that okay so fire correct me if i'm wrong douglas fire is funded by insurance right people in the county pay insurance and that helps fund the fire departments no ish not not for me uh there is a premium on property insurance so if, if you own a house and you pay insurance on your house part of that insurance goes to an insurance premium tax it comes back to any local organized government so a county government or city government the city government can use that for a police department not a sheriff but a police department sewer water sidewalks street lights okay public safety or a tax reduction and so ogathorpe county uses it as a tax reduction okay uh so maybe new opportunities wouldn't show up so i don't know if it's central <laughs> fiction but the other point he did make that dan did make was we have to find a way to, that people aren't having to work two and three jobs to keep things afloat you know that that i i lived in jasper county that's the only reason i went to work for jasper county uh, was because I lived there and I said, I want to serve my community close to home. And it made me a better employee is they didn't, I mean, they paid me what they could pay me. I'm not ever going to fault Ed Westbrook for what he paid me because his hands were tied. And I chose, and that goes back to that first statement of, of uh, we knew what we we're signing up for. Well, partially you do. You should know what you're getting paid and you should make your decisions based on that and everything else that you need. Now, I lived in the county. I, I took $10 an hour as a paramedic. And I started at like 10, 12 an hour and went up to 10, 25 before I ended up leaving. Uh, but I also could walk to the station. So my agreement with him was only put me at the lake station because it is less than a mile from my house. It's going to save me gas money. I can walk there when the weather's nice. Um, you know, all that, all that stuff. So I'll come, but I served, man. I refused to shut down trucks because my family lived in that county. You know, I was like, no, we got to bring up the standard. It's not about the pay necessarily as it is about the standard sometimes, but I knew I was getting into. If you want to serve in your community, Douglas, uh, can you tell us, can you tell me what the base pay for Oglethorpe County EMSA is? Do you know? I have no idea. Because you get paid, you don't get paid. You're like, no, I opt out. I'm a federal employee. I just, I'll do it for free. Whatever. I'm going to guess being a rural county. That they probably fall into that median to low range, so twelve to thirteen probably for an A, mm. fourteen to fifteen for a medic, maybe higher. You think or lower? Mm, no, I don't think it's that high. One dollar, Bob. One dollar. I'm bidding one dollar. <laughs> uh, so okay, so it's lower. It's lower. All right. So the the idea. I'm letting Tom. Tom's handling a good discussion in the chat room. We should be here live on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me throw that up real quick so everybody who can see the video and you can find the video. On youtube.com slash EMS underground, uh, you can find uh, faith. No, that's not right. That's the wrong link altogether. It should be youtube.com slash Georgia Institute of EMS. And you can find uh, the live version on facebook.com slash Georgia Institute of EMS. Uh, so I, I, I was talking about tuition, you know, because yeah. I was challenged like, oh, why is it 50K? It's because college tuition is about 12, 10 to 12 grand a, a year everywhere. And it's that way because of hope. And yeah, some people do have hope scholarship, but not everybody. If you're over 24 years old, you're not going to get hope anymore. You know, I never had any hope. Yeah, I still have no hope. And then the the comment was, "Why UGA? Why not Liberty University or Grand Canyon U?" Well, what are the what's the tuition at Liberty or Grand Canyon a year? 
I, I think I he's know. saying about ten to twelve is what I thought. It's probably where he's referencing that ten. Um. Uh, yeah, and and you talk about UGA, so yeah, there's a discussion. And honestly, come out live uh, most Wednesdays, and we try to announce it when we don't. But Facebook.com/slash Georgia Institute of EMS is where we do it live. Come be a part of the discussion. Get your argument in. But if we we if you want to serve in your county, that's paying as a medic. 13 to 15 dollars an hour which is really low and you can go you can absolutely go to a non-emergency service and get 20 you can go to a 911 service and get 18 to 20 with any kind of experience at all you can really get more then that's hurting the counties it's hurting other counties right we have to find that way of say okay i'm not going to come here and serve for little money and then work a second job and now i'm exhausted i sacrifice time with my family we have to take what people don't understand what i feel like people miss is there's so much sacrifice that goes into being a part of this job and this in the rural rural slower counties you're talking about 24-hour shifts and if i have to do that and then pick up another shift the next day that's 36 hours i'm away from my family who knows about the sleep right and that's not even a topic we're going to jump into here uh if i'm working another rural area or i pick up a 48-hour shift that's two whole days i'm away from my family i get one day at home to handle business to be with my family to, to do whatever I have to do when I'm not on the, the ambulance on the clock and then turn around and go right back. We need to eliminate that, and that's what Dan was talking about, and I think better pay would. The third topic here. Hold on. Hold, oh, hold okay. on. Right. I, just right. got I just got something I got to do because I'm in this, all right? I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. You don't challenge an educator ah! about education, Look, man. All right. So, so, yeah, Liberty's $282 per credit hour there. So, and and the comment is made is if it's pay if it's paper that means advancement play the game and get your years of education that's and that's the system that's the what the what the is the point that's if my point tom that's my point it, it's not it's you all right so all right so brent why don't you just come pay me all that money and i'll give you a piece of paper because you're not accredited tom you can't do well, it Okay. <laughs> You're working on I know we're working on But that, that's the, dude, I got my associates of business and it is it has been especially after COVID, it has less value as paper than toilet paper does. Yeah. You know, you're so the one person the I know that has cared that I even have a degree at all. Yeah. And that's so, that's so yeah. what's the point for paramedics? I mean, that because you're gonna the system waste the way all that built, money. I'm I'm no. gonna argue for Brent's I'm gonna argue for Brent's point because right now the system that is way it's built if David Newton it may not just be David but if they require a degree then you're playing a game because the degree actually doesn't change what you do as a paramedic or who it you are as a paramedic. anything so so why are you gonna get more money just because you got a piece of paper the whole point of getting that piece of paper is to make you smarter so that you have more value. That is the only way you're going to get any more money in this field. That is the only way you're going to get any more money doing anything in your life is if you can bring more value to the table. And if you can't bring any more value to the table, you're not going to get any more money. But if people Period. if people think that that paper is value, they will they do pay for it now. They pay for it now. There's there's so many stupid mm, jobs out there that I was like, well, don't even apply if you don't have a degree. I'm like, I can run. I guarantee you, within a small but EMS error or pay for margin it. of error, uh, nobody in EMS is going to pay for it. And, and and I guarantee you, even if they come up and say, okay, a degree is required, they may bump the pay up fifty cents an hour. 
Okay. And, and then what will happen is you'll have even less paramedics on the street. It'll Because ca- yeah. right now they're at the top of the pyramid, not because necessarily that paramedics are more important. Because sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. Let's be real. I mean, there's been plenty of BLS calls I ran as a medic that anybody could have run. But we're at the top of the pyramid because of just the base. So many people enter EMT basic school and graduate. Right. And then it gets narrower to those who go on to become AMTs and stay in the field even. But you know, as you, you lose some to attrition that leave the field or they go on to become AMTs, but that becomes narrower. But then the medics are even smaller. And right now we still have a shortage of medics out there. So you require a degree, but but services are not paying for that degree, then it's gonna Nobody's cave in on itself. What services out there paying for a degree for entry level paramedics? They may require a degree for you to become in management. That only makes good common sense. And then you could, you, you know? could, and and there's people I know that are in high levels of power that have all kind of degrees. And then you look at their resume, like, mm, I don't really remember you being in the field at that point. And oh, yeah. I, I've known everybody in the field at that point. You weren't really a known person, and so so they've basically yep. done admin all their life. And and that's that is who will uh, will land as the the showrunner for newton for well i don't know about the cab but for you know a lot of these services out there um you know nothing is mike luna i knew i I loved mike luna but when i met him he had been an admin for so long i was like you 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 don't he didn't even have paramedic behind his name i think he was an emt but he had a degree in something and he was actually a decent boss to work for and he trusted people like you tom to really bridge that gap between what you know on the street and what the admin has to have done. Um, so he, he was good. I liked him. But I went, wait, you're not even a medic and I'm working for you? That's BS. Because I was an asshole back then. Uh, I'm a much nicer person now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So the degree is going to be a big, big topic for a long time. But let's get into this last point here. Because uh, we, we, we can go long, but we only have a few minutes left, uh, more or less. EMS needs to give up the Lifesaver label. Uh, I agree with that. I fully agree with that. What about you, Douglas? Are you a hero, Douglas? Are you a hero? Thank you for your service, sir. Where's my discount? (laughs) (laughs) I saved a life today. (laughs) But what do you think about that, Douglas? EMS needs to give up the lifesaver label, which I would tack on the hero label as well. Yeah, if you want to be in this service for glory, then... Uh, you're going to cause yourself more grief and you're going to cause the people you work with more grief looking for glory than you are doing the job because you're going to get frustrated with the the mundane stuff. You're going to get complacent with the calls that, uh, that end up being the majority of the calls. And so ultimately your patient care is going to suffer because you're like, this is not glorious. You, you just, you've got a stomachache. So what? You know, oh so, no, getting vomited and pooped on is not glorious. Forget the stomach aches. I'll take that all day. I made you feel better. I rub your belly. It's okay. But getting vomited and pooped on is like, nah, I don't get paid enough for this job. I'm out, man. Um, and I would dare say, I won't throw it to both of you guys. I don't think EMS has taken on the lifesaver label. I don't think EMS is mostly even taken on the hero label. I think that's been outside people putting it on to ems because it i learned really quick as a paramedic we don't save lives a lot of the times now sometimes we'll stabilize and that's what we teach at our school we don't talk about saving lives although tom has his you know uh 
you can't say for everybody's rule number one. Rule number two is refer back to rule number one, and we try as hard as we can, so on and so forth. That fight club was rule number two. Sorry, rule number two for EMS was, <laughs> but we try as hard as we can to fight off death. Um, You're not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> You're right. I messed up. Um, so uh, uh, um, that's the thing is is I think for the most part. We, we teach stabilization, and everybody can stabilize from EMT on up to paramedic. Paramedics just have more skills, more knowledge, and more resources at hand, hopefully, depending on the situation, to stabilize. But even doctors, we'll get them to the ER. They'll stabilize them. Then they go to the ICU or to surgery. So it's a, it is a chain of survival, as is mentioned in the video we're going to play at the end of this. Um, it is a whole chain that gets put together. I got to tell you guys, I, I have hated from day one when, when people start – during when COVID hit and people started doing campaigns about the heroes and they're showing EMS and nurses and doctors and, and no, 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 no. Yeah. 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 We chose a profession that puts us more at risk, but just cause you joined the military doesn't make you a hero. Just cause you died, you know, abroad doesn't make you a hero. Your life, what you did with your life can make you a hero, make you a lifesaver, make you whatever. Um, I, I think I don't, unless you can tell me somebody different. I, I most of the people I associate with, we don't even talk about the lifesaver label. It's and and honestly, I've had patients go or a family of pimmers of patients even go, man, it takes a special person to do what you do. I'm like, not to me. No, to me, it takes really. a special person to be a kindergarten teacher because I want to kill all those little you, dudes. You know who the heroes are? Nobody, really, but who? No, no, they are heroes. Heroes are the people who are walking down the street and they don't have to do anything, but they, they within themselves yeah, sure. take the time and calm their nerves and they step up to the plate to do it that it is the uh, the 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 single mom walking down the street and somebody passes out and she runs up to him and starts cpr and she doesn't even know them yeah or anything that's the hero okay we're not that it's our job to do that it's our job to get up and if you go back to what we said in the beginning that's what you should have been told that you're getting into yeah that you're, this is your job to do. And just because you get up and you go do your job and you work a cardiac arrest and you save a life, that doesn't make you a hero because I've seen it in my career. So I did not touch the mute button as I've been known to do. There you go. You broke up for a second. What have you seen in your career? What you I've see? seen, I've seen Jack legs go out and work cardiac arrest and F it all up. You know, it is just all screwed up. And it's like, how the heck did that person survive? But they did. So they still survive. And then there's been times when somebody's gone out and they did everything perfect and that patient still did not make it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sometimes that happens. Are we losing Charles? No. What? What? Are you breaking up? No. Um, can you hear me, Doug? I can hear you. There he is. Just take a break, why don't you, Charles? I, I I think it's your internet, sir. You've messed something up. It was you. No. It was yours. <laughs> me, me and Douglas been going. Uh, but that that uh you know But it is your mm. job to, it is you're supposed to do that, you know? You're not going out of your way to do anything. The people who go out of their way, those are the heroes, you know, that's doing this. Uh, you know, I like thinking like right now, the, you know, the pandemic going on, the people who volunteered to stay at home, the people who volunteered to stay at home versus 
the you know there's people that have or there's there's people that has <laughs> sorry yeah, i interrupted Tom. Has no degree. Yeah. it's not mine it wasn't mine it was his okay. so but you've got people who uh and by the way i have three degrees so ah uh, and it didn't do me any good on the ambulance that's why i got yeah. off the ambulance but anyway um the heroes to me are the ones that went to the grocery store and volunteered to bring food to people who were quarantined for covid because they were high risk and they took the risk you know, those are heroes to me um, because they didn't have to do that. You know, yeah. can an EMT or firefighter be a hero? Yeah, they can. I'm not saying you can't be, but we don't. You know what? We we walk around and we got like this thing on our chest like, yeah, be hero. I'm well, the hero. You know what? You know? On no, that point, on that point. Guy. Exactly. You're a gal. On that point, we need to take out the word deserve. We need to take out that mentality of, I don't get a paid enough for this job. Uh, you shouldn't know that going in. You shouldn't know. I mean, honestly, if when you do the interview process. But, and you but don't, that doesn't mean that you can't strive for more. Exactly. You know, that's why I'm like, I'm okay. Like, look, I support college degrees. I have three of them. And that's how I got where I'm at and how I do and what I'm doing. I support them. But what I'm worried about is the 20-year-old coming into this field and getting bombarded with student loan debt to do a job at $18 an hour. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Have a clear pathway. Make right. a pathway first. Say, okay, hey, look, we want y'all to have degrees, but in lieu of you getting degrees, we're going to ensure that you're going to have a good wage that you're going to have a good career, that you're going to have a career path, that there's going to be wages for you to make so that it offsets your student loan debt. I'm going to say that ultimately you make your own way in this life and nobody deserves anything. This, this in theory, this country rewards self-starters, those who go and get their own thing. Uh, I've, I've, I have honestly never hit a point in my life where I wasn't making some kind of money. You know, I had to hustle somewhere. But as far as being a medic, as far as being that, Douglas, I'm going to use your story, and I'm going to tell it for you because you tell it slowly, and I don't want to talk slowly right now. But Douglas actually educated me a long time ago. He said the difference between government work and civilian work. He said in government work, you come in at the lowest possible dollar. And because I think you started your job, this is God, a long, long time ago, but you started your job and you're making less than I was as an EMT. I'm like, dude, I didn't think anybody can make less than I made as an EMT, <laughs> as a paramedic, whatever. But you're like, yeah, but here's the thing with the government work, they get you at lowest common dollar as they, they can get you. But there's these mapped out for you is what you're going to make. And if, even if you don't aspire to do any better than you're doing, you know, at this many years, you're going to make this much money. But then if you do aspire, you can move up you can get promotions. But that's it. And so you stay where you are as far as like your job and you aspire inside the Quote Fingers company to move up. Where civilian life, they pay the whatever they have to pay you to get you in that door. And then the only way to actually really make more money significantly is to leave and go to a different place and bounce around from job to job to job. And that's what I'm going to say is where we are. That's also not EMS. That's all civilian life. But Brent, you want to get into management and you don't want a degree, I guarantee you, you get the experience, you get the reputation. You then shop other jobs and you can become management easily. Yep. Uh, same with being a medic. I had to, to make money. I had to leave wherever I was. I was happy. And I'll call them out. This, because this was 
15 years ago, easy, that I was at National EMS. And I loved National EMS, but I could not get a decent raise to save my life. They paid well under what everybody else paid around us at the time. And, and it was well known. And uh, um, I was like, I have to leave to go make money to actually support my family. Or I have to get a second job, which I was inherently and, opposed and to. And if we're going to require degrees, you shouldn't have to do that. You know, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. If you want us to have degrees, then that means that I shouldn't have to work two and three extra jobs to make ends meet. I think I think that's EMS, what we got to get out of. You want to fix EMS. That's the first things we need to be looking at. Look, we got people dying driving home from work because they're working too many dang hours. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, and Douglas, want to hear your thoughts on this. I think that all public safety, fire, police, EMS needs to go to that government structure of yeah you know and i think a lot of fire actually already does or at least that. a structure yeah, yeah or a structure but i think a lot of some, the, type, some kind yeah. of career building structure yeah because fire has that fire says you started this low wage and it's i mean uh, this again years ago rockdale fire was talking to me they were talking about putting up ALS trucks i was like i would love to jump over and do that well you have to start at eighteen thousand a year as an e a firefighter and and they didn't put up ALS trucks, but they, and I think I would have been able to jumped over that had they did it. But like, if you want to just do fire, you start at eighteen grand as a rookie, no matter what your experience is, uh, if it's not fire experience, um, which mine wasn't. And but then you have these levels: you can become an engineer, you can become a captain, you can become assistant chief. And there's that system that doesn't make it a dead end job. And we have to, I don't know, we got to do something. So yeah. Um, let me pull up the screen or pull up this tab rather so I can share it. And we're going to play the video that started all this out. Uh, so this is, this is, uh, this is, uh, fire department chronicles. And this is the video that, sp that spawned the whole talk today. Let me turn up the volume and here we go. You know, the one thing that I was excited about when I got into the EMS and firefighting career was the thought of brotherhood. Coming together as one unit to always support each other no matter what. And then I came across a wonderful article called Five Reasons Why EMS Doesn't Deserve Higher Pay. So let's find out what happened when Sean woke up on the wrong side of the bed and decided to give the old heave-ho to his brothers and sisters in this wonderfully written article. Number one, we don't deserve anything. We signed up for the job we knew what we were getting into and we understood the pay that we were getting coming in you see the problem is when you're painting this picture you're making it sound like we walked in day one and said hey jim welcome to your first day yeah that's nice listen i'm not getting on that truck unless you give me three dollars more an hour right now but in reality it's the people that have actually put time and effort into their jobs perfecting their craft of being an emt or paramedic showing loyalty to the jobs of the companies that they work for and all they're asking for is a livable wage that'll help combat increases and in things like insurance costs, costs of living, and maybe help them put that thing called what is it? food on their family's tables. But instead, they're met with excuses and really <laughs> asinine articles like this. Number two, we need higher educational standards. And what I love about this little piece is you compare us to burgers and then tell us that we need to produce a better product. Now, the one question <laughs> I have is, are we the burgers or are the patients the burgers? Because if we need to produce better patients now. in order to get more pay, <laughs> I'm going to be having some interesting conversations here in the future. How bad is it? Well, your heart rate's 180 right now, but I've been eyeing this new sweet sports car, so could you hold your breath and bump it up to 220 so I can get that fat 
pay raise. Did you ever think that maybe people don't want to get a higher education level because they're pretty much almost guaranteed to not make any money to compensate for that? So I know this is one of those double-edged swords, but I promise you, if companies offered to pay more money for people coming on, they'd probably be a little more willing to shell out more money in school knowing that they're not going to be making $9 an hour working six other jobs. And the piece de resistance of this crap of an article is when you say that EMS needs to give up the lifesaver label because we didn't create the protocols or do the medical research prior to getting on the job. That's like saying a mechanic doesn't repair vehicles because he didn't invent the wrench. You see, we're all part of that really long chain of survival and if one of those links pop out, then the patient dies because if we don't get him to the hospital, they die. If we get him to the hospital and the doctor's a moron, they die. If we get him to the hospital and the doctor's not a moron, on, but the nurse gives them the wrong amount of medication, they die. And remember, the next time you want to call someone a child for having a hero-like mindset, remember the only thing that's keeping them coming to that job every day and sitting their butt in that seat, missing holidays and special time with their family, going on little to no sleep and, and pumping more caffeine and fast food in their body than any human should ever have, is the love for their family and the fact that every day that they get home, they get to stare at themselves in the mirror and be proud of the person that they became, which is most likely that childhood dream of becoming a hero and a lifesaver. Try to catch me howling at the moon. So, but that that's where that spawned it out. He says it, he says it well there. Um, and very funny. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, there's so much more. I mean, I wanted to get into, maybe there should be an age requirement for EMS, but that's, a, that's going to be a whole nother topic about you know how young people starting to feel and this and that and the other but whoo man tom i know you don't feel like you said enough but uh, i think that's going to be it for today you know lot. i think i think we got it i think we did it <laughs> uh all right I, I will i will i will be um ready to uh receive my emmy award for today for best educational podcast i'm just gonna remove him from the broadcast at this point he's he is such a diva uh, i would like to thank everyone he's still going oh no i'm gonna cut him out again <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh speaking of where you can find us facebook.com slash georgia institute of ems where we're come visit us absolutely and uh let me i'm gonna edit that for next week uh but youtube we also broadcast live to youtube so you can chat there if that's your thing you can watch the video after the fact i mean this is saved on facebook but youtube is is arguably easier to find the videos on All that right. uh so you can go to youtube anchor.fm slash ems underground is where you find the podcast the audio only version that you can enjoy in your car because i do not recommend watching videos in your car so, uh, yeah, it's EMS Underground really? on all the podcatchers, or you can go directly to anchor.fm and find your that. link. No, Tom. No. You can also find Dang what Tom. we do. At I had Tom. That's like, dude, that's against the law in Georgia. Uh, Facebook.com slash VFFGA. I do I this just here to take Douglas is Victor Frank Foxtrot, oh, Georgia stop. Apple. Is how you golf, Alpha. Victor Foxtrot, Foxtrot, Golf, Alpha. So Alpha. Now you got me saying Apple. I, I got, I got, <laughs> I got, I trigger people so many times with that. I love it. Uh, but yeah, you can tune in each week. Let us know what you want to talk about, what you want to hear about. Um, why am I not getting volume? There we are. 
Uh, you can email me directly, Charles at GAIMS.com. Let me know there if you hey, don't want me to mention you, but mention the topic. I'll keep you off the record. I'm still waiting on some some awesome stuff, hopefully, about uh, Grady and the, the top. Oh, crap. That was All right. I guess that's the time we're being played out. Bye. Bye, y'all.